0: So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine, and let's dig in to today's show. What's up, Mama Bosses? I am so excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about DeGram, as in... The Instagram. <laughs> uh, really, really pumped. I have a super special guest I'm going to be introducing in just a second. But first, I wanted to highlight just an awesome review that was left over on iTunes recently. This is Patty Kazmarik, And she said, Stephanie has a way of making you feel like your BFFs while giving you the best advice and assistance to make your passion into a soaring business. I'm so excited to follow her podcast after being in her course, Passionately Profitable. She has given me the clarity, focus, and resources to help my business grow in ways I didn't even know it could. I can't wait to hear more on the podcast. Thank you, Patty. I so appreciate that feedback. And ladies, hearing your reviews, hearing your DMs come into my inbox. It just lights my soul up and it gives me the fuel to continue on this journey and to pour into every single one of you. So I just want to take a minute and give that a shout out. If you head over leave a review on iTunes, who knows, maybe I'll read yours next. Let's get into today's episode. This is episode number 14 and it is Instagram makeover mania with our very, very special guest. Allison Scholes. Ladies, Allison is a wife. She's a mama from the Chicagoland area. And after being home with her kids, Allison became addicted to sweatpants, like a freaking men. (laughs) Girl, I feel you on that. I'm literally still wearing my workout clothes because that's really just what I wear every day. (laughs) Allison decided to focus on what she truly loved. And that was inspiring women to create brands that shine and that represent their online personality, giving them all the resources they need to be successful on social media. I thought of Allison when I decided, you know what, I want to talk about Instagram branding specifically, and I want to talk to the Instagram beginner. I want to talk to people that are Working on getting their first thousand followers, I really knew that Allison was the right gram guru for today. So I've asked her to join us. And Allison, thank you so much for being on the show with us. I would really like to start by hearing your story and your background. Can you go ahead and kind of share with us how you became so passionate about online branding?
1: Absolutely. And Steph, I think my story begins a lot like other moms' where I did the traditional education, you graduated high school, you went to college, and you got the J-O-B, because that's what we were all taught, right? So I went to college for marketing and graphic design. I've always had like that creative itch. I started in the corporate world, and I was in the banking industry, like totally Boring, right? You know what? And I think that's kind of when the addiction of sweatpants came because I had to wear heels, suit jackets, nylons. Like, no, oh,
0: nylons, no. no. Not, like right there, I'm like, I'm gonna hand in my notice because I can't wear nylons. Right, this is right. Not gonna work I mean, can me. I do
1: sweatpants with heels? Then maybe we'll talk about it. Right? <laughs> Being in that corporate world, I knew in my heart that I was not gonna have kids and have that nine to five daycare life, like no way. So what I did is I thought in my brain, when I got pregnant with my first son, I said, hey, I am going to get my teaching certificate. I thought that was the answer for myself, you know, nine to three, and this is going to be the best of both worlds. I got the teaching job, but then I got pregnant with my second son. And I don't know about you, Steph, but there's something about having that second baby That really just kind of turns your world upside down. I hated, I hated going back to work because I did. I went back to work. I did not want to be away Uh from my babies. Yeah. My youngest son at the time was six months old. When he was born, he had a lot of illnesses and sickness going on and he developed asthma really bad. So I was at work on a spring day. And I get that dreaded phone call that an ambulance was called for my son. Worst phone call you could ever get as no. a mother. So as I'm driving to the hospital, I knew in my heart, yep. I am absolutely not returning to the job scene. I was going to be that stay at home mom. I knew in my heart, that's what I wanted. So that's what I did for, you know, so many years. But I'll tell you, and I'm sure I relate to a lot of the stay at home moms, something was missing.
0: Same, Allison, for me, when I had my son, I found myself feeling not necessarily guilty, but kind of feeling lost where I felt like there's something more I have to give, like there's some tugging in my soul. I know that I'm not only meant to be a mother, I'm meant to also pour into people. And I meant to also help people do something. So I bet that's kind of similar to where you
1: found yourself. Absolutely. And you know, a few years ago, a friend of mine came to me with an MLM company, I didn't really know what I wanted at that moment. But I said, Sure, you know, I'll jump in and try it. And I liked it. But I, you know, still something was missing. And I realized I was missing my creative life from when I worked in corporate. Yes, I was like, I got to figure out how I can still be creative, but I still want to wear sweatpants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get real, Allison. It's not about the job. It is not about what we're doing. It's about the freaking sweatpants right now.
1: And to be honest, that's kind of when that pivotal moment of boss leading sweatpants was born. That is just the
0: total epitome of my life. And I just love it. (laughs)
1: I really feel it really relates to other mom bosses as well. That's why I'm like, I'm going with Boss Lady in Sweatpants. Yeah. Like that is purely me. <laughs> yeah.
0: All about being authentic you. Allison, you kind of shifted to this to this whole branding space. Talk to me about why you're passionate. Why is it branding specifically? What is it about branding that just lights you
1: up? Well, I think when I launched Boss Lady in Sweatpants, at that time, I still didn't have that clear vision of what exactly I was going to do with it. Like I knew I wanted to wear sweatpants and do something online. And I really thought in the beginning, it was going to be like this awesome, like mompreneur blog. But at that time, like, if you remember back in, you know, 2016, the beginning of 2017, That's when you really saw entrepreneurs growing their businesses online, Facebook, and especially Instagram. And Mm -hmm. then I just became utterly obsessed with Instagram. And I was like, how is this working? What are these people doing? And I want a piece of it. That's when I just dove in. Instagram. And that's when like the whole branding world became just my everyday obsession. So I did everything from online masterclasses to trial and error and really just fine tuning my vision and my brand and how I became crystal clear. And now my focus is to help other moms get crystal clear on their branding.
0: I love that. I see so many women go into their new businesses, so to speak, And they cast this massive net like, oh, I love branding. So I'm going to be this branding coach for anybody and everyone and every platform. And I really love that you said it's not Boss Lady in Sweatpants and it's this generalized mompreneur blog. It's I really thrive when it comes to branding. And not only that, I'm obsessed with Instagram branding. I think, ladies, like that's where you have success when you can niche in on your niche and zone in on one particular piece that just...
1: Fuels you and that lights you up because then you can
0: become the expert in that area. Right, Allison?
1: Absolutely. And I think a while back you talked about your zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And I took that to heart. And that's when I knew like Instagram and branding. I, I know a lot of other things, but that's my zone of genius. And I just dove into that subject area and just learned as much as I could. So amazing. So
0: that's a huge tip for you gals listening in. You know, what is it that you can highlight from what you do and just pour into one area and blow it up? And I don't think you have to stick to one area, but I think that you should become such an expert in something specific instead of focusing on, I'm going to do everything for everyone, because then you really don't have a target market to focus in on when it comes to marketing and content and all of that. Let's get back to the topic. I want to know, Allison, what... Is your business Boss Lady in Sweatpants, what exactly do you do for your
1: clients? So my business really focuses on teaching the mom boss simple methods to branding on social media, especially the gram, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) I also focus on design basics, like creating a simple logo to designing graphics for Pinterest. Because I think in this world... I think a lot of mom bosses are a little scared to zone in on their own creativity and they feel the need to maybe hire out and spend all this money on graphic design. Yeah. And you don't need to, Yeah, there are so many resources out there for you and it can be done in such a short time, easy ways to do it. And I just, I want to help that mompreneur do it because I did it. I had to figure it out on my own how to do it because I did not have the cash flow to hire a web designer, you know, or someone to design my logo. I did everything and I know other mom bosses can do it for themselves.
0: I love that. And I think one thing you said that for me really got me excited is you focus on the simplicity instead of overcomplicating it and making it, oh, I'm going to be, you know this expert and everything has to be so advanced and so fancy. I think you've actually really identified a, a huge need that's out there, which is taking the beginner entrepreneur, mompreneur, the beginner on Instagram and saying, Hey, let's just simplify this because you actually have the simple tools to do some of this stuff for free. I know for me, right. when I started, I did yeah. all my own branding. I did all my own graphics. And I think people are so overwhelmed, they don't know how to do that, where you're filling that void in just such an awesome way with Boss Lady in Sweatpants. Why not, if you can do something in a simple, easy way and get it out there instead of sitting there in analysis paralysis, how to, I don't know, this is overwhelming, so I'm just going to think about it for the next six months instead of freaking getting something out there so that I can start to grow my business.
1: Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And you know, you and I have said this many times, we're going to fail for forward. Like I'm the type of person, I have an idea. I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to do it and I'll figure it out later. (laughs) And just for the ladies
0: out there, if you would go back, like, well, don't go too far back, but go back in my Instagram, go back in my Facebook pages. I did my own Graphics and branding. It was total crap. It was so bad, but I did it because I'm like, I'm just going to get something up there. And over time, continue to fine tune it. You can hire someone out later, but the point is get started. Even if it's messy and it's not perfect, I would rather see you get started, like I've said over and over again, and start to pour out your awesomeness all over the world than think about how you should execute or wait until things are perfect because. Are they ever perfect, Allison? No, like, right? Y'all don't go oh, like no, too right? far back there. <laughs> I want to know, let's give the gals just some real basic, stick with our theme of keeping it super simple here. What is an Instagram brand? In a nutshell, an Instagram brand, it, it's comprised of many things. And Allison's going to expand on this in a minute, but... A brand is your personality online. The whole visual aspect, it's the tone of your voice, it's what you put in your captions. It's almost you. It's your external, it's your internal, it's your emotions, it's your heart pouring out onto the screen, it's all of those things. That's what your brand is. When my clients are looking at, okay, I need, I really need to shift this Instagram, I need to kind of start with an Instagram makeover, but I literally have no idea where to start. What should I include? I want to turn it over to the gram guru, Allison because she's really the branding beginner expert. And I want her to walk us through her top five tips for you to kind of make over your Instagram. So Allison, why don't you walk us through that?
1: Your brand and your business on Instagram takes time and consistency to build. This is not an overnight makeover that you, you implement these five things and it's a done deal. Instagram is ever-changing so it really does take time and consistency to grow so here are my tips Steph I think you would totally agree with this is you have to have a great profile picture you need that professional headshot and a lot of people might ask why I'm sorry but the selfie in the bathroom or a picture with your dog does not give you the authority in your niche
0: (laughs) you know Ladies, we are guilty of this. Like, Allison, I'm sure you had a profile picture back in the oh. day. Because y'all, our lighting, that is some good dang lighting. Right? I'm like, We're selfie in the car. And I'm like putting up profile pictures of my seatbelt on. We don't, we don't want to hate on you because we have been there. But think about, would you hire someone? Or you're out there, you're going to work with someone.
1: Are you going to hire somebody that's got their seatbelt on and their profile pic? Right. And you know what, that's a real easy one to do. And it's funny, I've had a lot of ladies ask me, well, I don't have the money to pay for a professional photographer. Mm -hmm. But here is an awesome way to do it. Find a local photographer on Instagram, send them a message, especially, especially if they're like an up and coming photographer, and Mm -hmm. ask them to to collaborate with you and trade product, like a half hour session for what you offer.
0: That's such a good one. I did that for one of my very first professional photo shoots. We traded. And I think also you can tell the photographer, hey, I'll be sure to talk about you. I'll promote you. I'll, you know, I'll give you the photo credit every time I use one of your pictures. And you're also promoting that photographer through Instagram.
1: So it's a win win.
0: (laughs) And ladies, if you're like, I have zero spend budget, this isn't going to happen for me. Use somebody's iPhone, fancy new iPhone. Use portrait mode, have the lighting as best you can and outdoor lighting or facing an open window. Use that in the meantime and then save up for a professional photo shoot. It's just so key and long-term for your business.
1: Tip number two, and this is a good one, is you have to have a killer bio, a biography on your Instagram account. And when I say bio, I mean, think of it as your business card. So what you have now on there, ladies, are you confident to print that on a business card and hand it out?
0: You almost want to, like you take what would be on the business card and then Mm -hmm. make it fun. Add the emoji, go and there are all these cool like font, um, font shifter websites where you can type in your bio and it'll change the font to look cool and different and bold. And remember, someone comes and checks you out. What are the two things they're looking at? Profile bio, you got to catch them with excitement, fun, light, and that beautiful photo. So sorry, Allison, go back to your bio chat, because I think that's so important.
1: And not only should it be fun and showcase your personality, but this is your opportunity to really tell your audience not only what you do, but it's important to include how you can help them like what value you provide. Yes. I love that so
0: much. It's not about Stephanie Gass, entrepreneur, like ew. Right. Ew. And yeah, that could be okay on a business card, but you got it. So I put that in there, but now think about, now I add the fun aspect. Stephanie Gass, mompreneur, mom boss success strategist. I have mama, wifey, child of God, passion finder, coffee freak, mom bun advocate, And then here's the how, like Allison just highlighted, number one podcast for mompreneurs. And it links over to the podcast because what am I getting from you? Where's the value? What are you giving me? Remember, ladies, everyone's always thinking what's in it for me. right? So Allison gave some very key advice. It's it's the how. It's the what is the freebie? What is the value add? So make sure you guys aren't just saying who you are, but what you
1: are and what you're giving away. You absolutely have to have an external link on Instagram. Ladies, if you don't have a website, that's okay. Maybe you have a mm-hmm. Facebook group or an opt-in or an email, but the whole point of Instagram mm-hmm. is making connections and you want to take that connection off of Instagram. And I know that almost sounds like an oxymoron type thing. We want to build our brand on Instagram, but we also want to take that relationship off of instagram so you want to give your tribe or your followers kind of a call to action like what do you want them to do like stuff you want people to go to your podcast so you are taking that relationship off of instagram and you're also going to build it outside of instagram now we're getting to like (laughs) the fun stuff and i don't want this to be overwhelming but now we're going to talk about your grid the style of your account when someone visits your account and when I say grid, it's the first nine to 12 posts that they see on your account. I think it's really, really important when we want to begin branding ourselves on Instagram is you need to set your tone or your mood for that grid. So when someone visits your grid, they immediately kind of know what kind of person you are. Maybe you're an uplifting, lighthearted person or or you're more of a, you know, a serious resourceful person. I think it's yes. really great for mom bosses to choose three personality traits that really describe you. Like this is the beginning of your brand vo- voice or your brand vibe, and you're going to showcase these traits through your pictures and your captions. So I'll give you an example. If you were to go to my grid, mm-hmm. the tone or the mood that I'm trying to set for my account is creative, inspiring, self starter. And I do put a little bit of sassiness in there.
0: Actually, looking at it right now, I went over there. So, you guys, if you wanna check out Allison's grid, it's um, Boss Lady in Sweatpants.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotta head over there and look at her grid so you can see her sass. And then, Steph, when I look at your grid, I mean, immediately what I think when I see your grid is I think strong, passionate, and funny. Yeah, that's what I think of. So So I'm like, this is my kind of girl because she's strong, she's passionate, and she's funny.
0: (laughs) And Allison, that's such a good exercise. I think, ladies, if you aren't sure on your grid, you're like, what colors should I be using and all of these things? Ask two or three people that you know will be honest with you and say, hey, what are the three adjectives that come to mind? When you look at this grid, for me to hear Allison say that, that's exactly what I want my audience to feel.
1: And you know what? The personality traits kind of work into my fourth tip. And we are going to talk about colors. You know, we said earlier that colors and logos, that's not the definition of your brand, but it's certainly important for your brand. And it's a part of your brand to really have a cohesive color palette generates and creates flow in your grid. And that will just make you more appealing to your audience. Earlier, I said mine is creative, inspiring, a little sassy or a self starter. My color palette is more like the indigos, Mm -hmm. the navies, the blushes and a little bit of pink. And I think that really draws out the creativity and the inspiration that I'm trying to put out there.
0: And I also really think for your grid, Allison, I love that you went with like the whites and the blushes and things like that, because I think that's so attuned to Instagram branding right now. And you as an Instagram branding coach, that makes me immediately think, and all the stock photos and the coffee and the beautiful way that you set up your stock photography, that makes me immediately think Instagram. Yay.
1: Oh, you. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> Well, and then when we look at your stuff, I mean, earlier I said your personality traits are strong, passionate, and funny. Yeah. And when we look at your grid, you're using these bold fonts and you're using golds and reds. Right. I mean, we know gold and red. I mean, that is strong. Yeah. So I mean, you're pulling the game with your color palette.
0: And you know, what's interesting when I was talking about how I was a hot mess back a couple of years ago with branding, I had started my brand with hot pink and teal. <laughs> and I don't know why I picked those. When I started to use those colors, it just felt so wrong for me. It was like, so girly. I don't know another word, but it was just, I'm like, that's uh-huh. not me. Like I'm like, I'm going to stand on a soapbox. I'm going to preach today. Like, this is not me. And so... Ladies, it's okay to go with something and then let it play out for a little bit. And maybe it's not right. Nobody's going to give a poop if you shift up your colors a little bit later down the road, if you change up your branding. Again, let's see you get started with something. And if it's not you, you can always change that. It has to fuel your soul. It's your online personality. Like if my website and my Instagram and all of the things that define me, I'm not looking at that going I'm so obsessed with the message I'm putting out there. Change it. Play with it. It's not something that has to be perfect. It's something that can evolve.
1: And for all the mom bosses out there that are struggling with just trying to define their their new color palette, two tips. Go on Pinterest and start a Pinterest inspiration board for a color palette. Also, Steph, I don't know if you've ever gone to this website. It's called coolers.co. And they have a free color palette generator. And what I love about this website, let's say you are obsessed with purple and you're going through this color palette generator and you find the one purple that you love, you can lock in that color And it'll generate color palettes built around that one color. I was obsessed with that website.
0: (laughs) I'm going to put that website in the show notes for you ladies. I'll have Allison send it to me. And I also use OnlyPult, which is going to be in the show notes as well, to kind of generate my layout beforehand and schedule out my content. You can auto-generate your layout, make sure that it flows the way that you like it before actually publishing right. it.
1: And I love that you said layout because that goes right into my fifth tip. So you you know, okay. you know, have your profile picture and you have your bio and you have your tone and mood and now you have your colors, but now what are you going to post? That, and that. stared at the screen and went, <laughs> okay, what on earth am I going to talk about?
0: Every day, like last night, I'm like trying to schedule out content. And I always try to, I find a quote or I go and I find someone that I think is inspirational and read some of their stuff and see if it sparks anything within my heart. Or I think about a funny story that happened to me.
1: The struggle is real. It is. For me, how I have cut down on that struggle. And some of you may have heard of this. Some of you may have not. But what I do for myself every time I plan out my Instagram grid is I come up with Instagram categories. Mm. And what that is, that's your post types. The reason why I do Instagram categories, it helps me stick to my brand. So I'll give you some examples because people are probably like, what is she talking about? <laughs> now give us some, some like visualization there. When you look at your grid on Instagram, you're going to see about 9 to 12 tiles at a time. I try to plan out 9 to 12 tiles at a time. Within mm-hmm. those nine to 12 tiles, I'm going to stick to my brand and I come up with categories and that's the content. What do I want to give to my audience? Categories could be your lifestyle. Yep. Quotes and memes, like that's all over my, you know, I love quotes. The yep. Instagram category I do is gratitude. It's always nice to show gratitude. And what I yep. love about these categories is they can be applied to any niche. As, as you see what I'm saying, it's not specific. Correct. To a certain industry or niche. It's so broad that anybody can apply these categories. I also do behind the scenes. I do a freebie opt in. Yep. I share a tip. One of my categories is coffee. Like, you me both. So I think the whole <laughs> point of the Instagram categories is learning to mix in your business and your lifestyle on Instagram.
0: I'm gonna interject here because I have something to say on this topic, <laughs> ladies. And I know, okay, I get it. We all sell products. We love stuff. We need to make money. I understand that. And you have six categories. Every fifth or sixth time, then talk about your product or service in an authentic way using attraction marketing. Talk about the benefit, the testimony, that type of thing. And you can go to look at Allison's feed because she does a beautiful job of this. She doesn't blast you with, I sell this, I sell this, I sell this. But it's casual and it's really spaced out beautifully to where I'm not going to unfollow her, nor do I feel that she's ever spamming me. Just be conscious of that, ladies, as you're creating your grid and your content, that you're spacing it out and marketing it in a way that just feels very natural.
1: Amen. (laughs) Sidebar over. (laughs) Yes.
0: And for me, I'm going to talk about faith. I'm going to talk about. Behind the scenes, my kids, my podcast, inspiration, motivation for women. And then maybe every here and there, my courses or or things like that that I market.
1: Every month I get, you know, my calendar out and I look at the calendar. And I will just write down a category for each day and that's how I spread it out. And then I go in and I start planning my grid and writing your categories down to make sure it's all spread out. Like you said, you're not jamming product after product after product. Say
0: no, (laughs) anti-spam.
1: Pure gold, seriously.
0: And I think one of the biggest hurdles outside of just the how-to, which Allison's really helped us get, get through that right now, is... Getting our brain to focus on targeted followers. So let's talk, shift the conversation to getting followers now. We now have the aesthetic down, the content down. Give us some insight. What should these ladies be focusing on to start bringing in targeted followers to their, to their niche or niche, niche niche?
1: Okay, so I think we've all fallen into this Instagram trap that I call and we look at the number of followers we have. And we want quality followers over quantity. Let's think about it. I would rather have 50 quality followers versus 500 followers that aren't even paying attention to my content. Then we can start focusing on content. And what I mean by focusing on content, this is where you can really zone in on your target market when you're writing your captions. I'm sure you've heard the attitude of I want anyone In the end, you'll attract nobody. Give your audience a name like, hey, mamas, hey, lady bosses, I know who you're talking to. You're talking to the lady bosses and I do the same thing. If we're too generic and too broad, we're going to come off as boring and stale. That one person, that targeted person in my brain, I named her Renee, like I gave her a name. So I think of Renee every time I'm writing content and I'm writing my captions for her, for Renee.
0: And you know, that's something that I do with the girls in Passionately Profitable, my group coaching co- course. We go through this whole whole exercise of identifying who your target girl is and, and naming her and figuring out what she loves, what, what does she do, how old is she, what does she drink, all of these things. Because if we can identify her almost as a best friend, when we are writing a caption, We can embody the things that she wants to read, the things she wants to hear, the things that light her up. And then guess what? When she comes and follows you, that's going to create more of a buzz around your feed, your captions, and more people like her are going to come find you.
1: I mean, I believe I found you through Instagram and I love the way you wrote your captions. And I remember thinking, this is my kind of girl.
0: And look, like Allison, ladies, Allison is my perfect ideal client. She is a previous client of mine. Like if I was to read out to you my ideal client, Allison fits exactly in those areas. We know, okay, are the right followers finding me? Go check out their Instagram profile. Like are you jiving with what they have on their pages and you'll know, okay, I have the right voice or maybe I need to shift things up just a bit, get more specific, get more raw, more gritty, etc. so that I can start attracting my Allison.
1: Yes. And when you're writing your content, don't worry about pleasing everybody. I've gotten over that stigma. I'm not there to please, you know, the corporate 40 year old man. I really don't care what he thinks of my grid.
0: (laughs) I'm like trying to repel the 40 year old corporate man from from messaging me anymore. (laughs) Right. You may get the straggler. All right. You may get the straggler. But the majority of who's coming to you should be your tribe. Hashtags. I'm like hashtag freakazoid over here. I love me some dang hashtags.
1: Well, I think everyone loves hashtags, but I think there is a little bit of confusion of how to target your hashtags so you can attract the right people to you. So I'm going to share with you exactly how to do that. How many ladies have used hashtag girl boss? Go ahead. Throw your arms in the air. Confusion with hashtags is, I think a lot of people think the more popular a hashtag is, I should use it. I'm going to disagree with that. If you look up Girlboss today on Instagram and look at the size of Girlboss, it's over 12 million. What that truly means is that hashtag has been used over in over 12 million posts. That's crazy. So oversaturated you're
0: not unless you're using it just for to be funny like part of your actual verbiage, that's not going to do
1: anything for you right so if you want your hashtags to work for you i would aim for a hashtag size anywhere between 50,000 and 300,000 and the reason for that is if you're staying within that size of the hashtag the chances of you being discovered by your target market goes up immensely so I dove yes. into Girl Boss and I'm like, all right, how can I make Girl Boss work for me? So I did a little more research and I found Girl Boss Life was three hundred thousand. Then I went even further and I found Girl Boss Tribe was twenty one thousand. Way niched down. You're gonna mm-hmm. find Girl Bosses in there. I think what we need to remember is find first. You need to identify who your target market is, and we talk about that all the time. Figure out what hashtags they're using. Like, go ahead. You can creep on their accounts. It's okay. I've creeped on Stephanie's, and I've looked at her hashtags. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
0: And we creep. Yeah. (laughs) You guys, that's such great advice. And same with me. If if you go and look at my hashtags, I add them in the first comment, not within my caption. And I use, I max out. I use all 30. You're going to hear mixed advice on that. But personally, I found that that works best for me. And instead of something like, boy, mom, I'll put, boy, mom, life, or mom of two boys. So you can do that research and figure out how to kind of zone in your hashtag to where it's not uber popular. It's just (laughs) semi-popular. Oh my gosh. Like we have just been getting into the gram. Seriously, ladies, (laughs) holy smokes. Allison, you taught us so much today and I had so much fun laughing with you and just kind of digging into all of this awesome stuff. I think what you're doing for women and mamas everywhere by just simplifying branding and offering clear and and easy solutions to coming up with graphics and a logo and providing just some really great resources for them is just such a great calling. I'm thankful that you've stepped into that path. so necessary. These mama bosses are probably going to want to come over, learn more about you, definitely figure out how to create their own logo for (laughs)
1: sure and do some of those. Great thing. Tell us where to find you and what you've got for the girls. Okay. So you can find me on the web at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Right on my <laughs> homepage, I have a free download called the Instagram Makeover Cheat Sheet. And it's a lot about what we talked today. But what's so cool about the download, it's a checklist and it's kind of a fill in the blank. And on my homepage, I also have free stock Photos, so I can help the mom boss with her posting on the gram.
0: Yay! Stock photos are live. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, girls, go over there. If you're looking for a more advanced Instagram course, not just on branding, but that goes literally through every single category. Feel free, head over to stephaniegass.com, click on courses. I have the Instagram success formula. This is going to be your A to Z course when it comes to fully revitalizing your Instagram strategy. And yes, it covers branding, but this is going to be more advanced and it's going to take you through using influencers on Instagram, marketing on Instagram, finding a voice on Instagram, content creation, All of it see if that might be right for you again thank you so much allison blessed to have you here and ladies i'm just going to wrap up right now with an abundance prayer i pray over you today that you found value in this episode and that you realize you have the power to go out there and to create a voice that really speaks to who you are and i pray that you have the clarity to step into your weird and step into your awkward and just rock who you are on Instagram, throughout your businesses, with your branding. I also pray that if you're struggling with the how-to, that you find the resources and the answers and they come to you now so that you can make the shift in your life that you need to make to be the greatest you that you possibly can be. As always, love and light, Steph. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes, the mompreneur mastermind show and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie gas. I'll see you soon. Bring light, love and abundance until next time.